and welcome to a pop gaze of a certain age surprise special. Today we are very excited to be joined by a singer, songwriter, rap artist with a string of poptastic hit singles and boptastic albums under their glitter encrusted belt. Not only have they had a successful solo career, they have also collabed with the likes of Public Enemy, Alex James from Blur, The Feeling, Jack Rocker, and have written songs for Girls Aloud, Danny Minogue, Louise, and Sophie Ellis Baxter, to name but a few. Following a 2022 of releasing some fab new bangers, a brand new album, Boomerang, is set to be released in October. The question that the pop gays of a certain age have is, can we become honorary boosters? Please welcome B is for Betty, Boo is for Booming, it's Betty Boo. Hello. Hello. Hey, hello. Lovely to see you. You too. You too. Well. <laughs> Have you had a full day of interviews? Uh more or less, yeah. I did. I did have a little nap actually. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I had a nana nap like, earlier this afternoon. It's very important to keep the keep the keep the energy levels up. Yes, absolutely. Um, so lovely to have you with us. Um, we are going to go over to our first pop gay, Graham, with our first question. And that's me. I can't believe I'm here speaking to you today. So I'm re- we're all really excited about that. One of the things we're here to obviously talk to you about is your new album, Boomerang. We're all very excited about that. And the singles that you've released so far have been very upbeat. You know, and titles of the tracks on the album include All I Want to Do Is Dance and Superstar. Mm-hmm. So is it going to be a bit of a party album? Yeah, it is. It's a real, um, it's a feel good record. Most, I'd say all of the tracks, yeah, all the tracks are really uplifting. They've got a positive message in there. Because I wrote most of it during the pandemic. So I think I wanted to be transported away and into another world. And uh, that's kind of, it's reflected in the music, definitely. There's a lot of a bit, it's a bit of disco in there. There's a bit of, uh, oh, there's lots of different styles. Um, But it's got... It's got a 90s, 90s stroke, really modern feel to it as well. So we'll be transported to Boo Land then for this album. <laughs> yeah, there is, in itself. it's quite a few Boo references. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't really not do that. Um, but that's, that's the fun thing about it, you know. That's what I really love doing in the first place. Um, by, you know, like Boomerang, for instance. I'm <laughs> bouncing back like a boomerang. Um, mm. I, I really enjoyed writing the lyrics for that because it was just... You know, I really tapped into my 18-year-old self for that one. Um, I thought, I'm going to just do a rap where um, I, I just feel like I'm 18 again. Bouncing back like a boo. Uh, do, do, is, is Betty Boo like a character that you put on? Do you kind of like go, right, I've been Alison for a couple of weeks. Betty's coming out of the cupboard. Here's the, here's the spangly hot pants and I'm away. Definitely. I mean, gosh, if you saw me at home, I'm such a, you know, I'm a bit of a neat freak and, you know, <laughs> like do the bit of cleaning <laughs> and hoovering. 
especially this time of year, there's so many um, cobwebs and everything. Um, but when I do my festivals and I, I put on my boo dresses and sometimes I wear a wig because um, I love I love wearing boo wigs as well. Um, depends on the festival as well. Like, for instance, I did Pride the week before in Worthing and I loved it. And I just I thought I can't just have a normal haircut. So I got this really thick bob that was amazing and didn't move. <laughs> Uh, we, we can we can see a range of boo wigs in, in the future at, at gigs. That would be amazing. Yeah, uh, okay. um, Popgate Tim, what is your question for Betty? Hello, hello Betty. Nice Hi, to Tim. meet you. Fabulous. Still a fan after all this time. So excited oh, for your new music. So. Thank you. I can see you. Uh, you've got Boo Mania in the background. That oh. is the original from like 30 odd years ago. Oh, so, amazing. You know, it's, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. You held a very special place in my heart. So, oh, yeah, anyway, my question. So, um, you first you released Get Me to the Weekend. Mm. That's the first track from your new album earlier this year. Mm-hmm. What would Betty's ideal weekend be? Oh, yeah. Well, um, well, the sun would have to be shining. That's for sure. Um, a few cocktails on the go, maybe. Of course. Um, blast them some music up. Um, get them, like, a really nice playlist together and see some friends. Another ideal weekend for me is to play tennis all weekend because I love tennis. I play every day, actually. I play in the morning at nine o'clock every morning with my coach and uh, that keeps me, gets me up and going. Um, were, you, you were, were you playing tennis in the horrendous heat wave at the beginning oh, of the week? I was. <laughs> Dumbo, what a silly person I am. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't know it was going to be 32 at like 8.30 in the morning. I mean, come on, who does? No, it's, uh, it's England. It's... We don't believe it when they say <laughs> we go, no. No, exactly. Um, but that was definitely, um, gosh, I'd already drank so much water that day anyway. I um, don't know about you, but it was makes you feel a bit peculiar, doesn't it? We're not used to that sort of heat no. at all. No, yeah. we're, we're British. We're, we're, it's, it's not us. It's not, it's not the done thing. It's not the done thing. <laughs> um, we are, our next probably is Peter. But before he asks his question, we have a photograph to share of you and Peter from when is it, Peter? I think it's 2007. It's when the, the Jack Rocker track was out. Oh, right. Right. oh so yeah. there I am on the left. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably it's don't a bit naughty. This. It does. It looks like something that like, was like, oh, okay, what's going on there? Then? Yeah, what time of night was that? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. You, like I say, you probably don't remember this because, of course, it was like 15 years ago and it, mm. to you it was probably just one gig. But you did this gig at Essential in Manchester, a big nightclub, when oh, the yeah, Jack Rocker track. That. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, no, I love that. Thanks. And so me and my friend John, as mm. pictured, 
um, <laughs> snuck into the backstage area to, <laughs> to meet you. And uh, the security came and, got, and like told us to leave. And I was just like, just get a picture, please, with us, and then we'll leave, we promise. <laughs> so that, that expression on Betty's face is, who are these people and how have they got into my dressing room? <laughs> oh, that's a, gay, that's a gay sandwich. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is your question, Peter? So uh, a few of your tracks have had remixes by like MK, for mm-hmm. example, among others. Yeah. And he's obviously, he's had a bit of a comeback himself as well, hasn't he? Uh, he recently, has actually. I, I thought um, that, that, one, that one Kiss track that Calvin Harris did, I thought that had an MK vibe about it. A lot of tracks do. That's like that, yeah. Core Game One Piano and stuff yeah. like that. It's all, yeah. the, um, it's all the rage, isn't it? Um, but um, yeah, so um, among others as well. Do we have any club mixes to be looking forward to? We've got club mixes. Um, we had some of weekend. Um, I'll probably do some more, but we're, we've, I've concentrated more on um, like extended mixes. So mm. they're a bit like, it is like going back in time when we had 12 inch mixes. Yeah. You know, it's kind yeah, yeah. of that vibe. Um, because there's lots of great music on my tracks. And, but when you sort of compress it into like three and a half minutes for a pop song, yeah. you sort of sometimes forget what was in it in the first place. So this way, I was able to break it down and, and put them into sort of um, break the, break it down. And so you got lots of different sections and things like that. Um, but um, yeah, I think as and when I'll probably add some more stuff because this is what you can do now. You can just, just do it and put it up there and, and release it. Um, I've, I've got my own record label now, so mm-hmm. I'm my own boss. <laughs> yeah. From the way that you're talking, like I, I read on your Wikipedia that uh, you studied sound engineering yourself. Do you actually do some of the pro- production yourself? Yeah, well, uh, this is, I mean, that's my how I started creating music for myself because I just thought I had to rely on sort of uh, DJs, uh, mm-hmm. friends with, you know, setups in their bedrooms at home and uh, when I was a teenager. So as soon as I was able to afford my own equipment, I bought samplers and sequencers and keyboards and things. And and I did I did a the sound engineering course, but I only used a little bit of it because I just got really bored afterwards. I was just really ge- goofy and geeky. Um, um, but I did think that maybe one day, um, because I was young, I was thinking it was like a backup for if nothing worked out with my music career, at least I could be behind the scenes yeah. and um, produce music or be a sound engineer or something like that so yeah. uh, but it's definitely served me in good stead to be technical and create all my stuff I mean I've got I've got a studio in my bedroom here actually this is a little yeah. section of my bedroom <laughs> and I like it's like going back in time again you know yeah. I like yeah. having those small that's what I did in, when I was 19 and 20 when I wrote doing the do where I baby and I think it's the kind of space that I really want to have so I feel like I don't feel like I'm going to work particularly, you know, yeah, it's, a yeah. bit, it's cozy and I've got everything I need. And yeah, and I've, and I've got Barry, the Burmese cat, who just, who wants to go out actually because there's a door there. I can hear it tinkling. <laughs> Is that his bell? Can I just open the door? <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we didn't want to bring attention to that. We didn't know what it was. <laughs> Full disclosure, I do, I do some producing myself. So if you ever want a remix, just hit me up. Oh, <laughs> okay. It, was, it wasn't leading to that, but you know. <laughs> Graham, have you got a question? Another question for us for Betty. Yes, so we were we were just talking a bit about Drag Race before you came on, and we were saying you know the the, the LGBTQIA plus community definitely loves a bit of Betty Boo, yeah. and we wondered whether or not you've ever encountered a Betty Boo drag act 
in your Oh, time. I have. Yeah, no, I have. <laughs> it was great. But it was a long time ago, actually. I went to Malaysia. Um, I went to Kuala Lumpur because um, I'm half Malaysian. And I was doing a little bit of promo out there. Um, actually, I was there on holiday, but I connected with the record label there. And I said, you know, what's up? You know, went out for lunch and stuff. And then and I, I encountered, um, I went to this club and there were about 10 Betty Boos there. Beautiful, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Malaysian babes, you know, they were just, yeah. And I had the, the space suit and the bob. And I just, I really drew inspiration from them because they look so much better than I did so <laughs> yeah it was great um and uh over the years I've I've had uh, lots of uh guys dress up uh, like me as well I remember um I was talking to a really famous um hairdresser the other day I went to a salon in London and he said that when he was 10 years old, he used to dress up like me. And he sort of, he said it was okay. It was like listening to your music made it feel okay to be gay growing up as a 10 year old. Um, and he went to Red or Dead and he bought a load of the spacey stuff, space baby stuff. So um, it really helped him come out of, you know, to realize who he was and uh, express himself and everything. And I was really touched by that. Um, yeah, it's lovely to hear. It's, I mean, we are slightly older than the, the, the hairdresser, we would imagine. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, Do you know Adam Reed? He's amazing. He's like like one of the top guys in London. And uh, We were probably uh, double the age, possibly. <laughs> um, but we were still we were still dressing up as Betty. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and doing would you would you we we'd love to see on Drag Race UK, A Night of a Thousand Bettys. Um, would you, would you, have you ever been asked to be a judge on there? No, I haven't. Oh. Um, we we'll need to you create know, If you could work on that for me, that would be great. I'd love to go on. But, you know, I've been away for a long time. So, you know, it's, um, there are a lot of other people that are probably a bit more, um, who've been around doing stuff. And, um, but maybe, you know, after a year of doing promo and things, you know, people mm. will remember Ruby's a doing. big fan of British music. And I think your back catalogue, no matter where you play it, mm. people always, people immediately remember. It doesn't really matter what age you are. It's kind of, it's what until people go, oh yeah, remember that. It's yeah. um, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to we'll have to hashtag Rue into it. Um yeah. like say we're like saying that like we know him. We have no idea. <laughs> he he knows, doesn't know who we are. I remember Rue, though, back, right, way, way back in the 90s. And he was like the, the face of Mac makeup, you know. Yes. Mm. And and when I was doing, uh, doing the do was number one uh, dance record in um, America. So he would have definitely have danced to doing the do um, back in the day. One of those, the big clubs when voguing was out and everything. So, um, yeah, I hope for, hopefully I'll meet him one day. I'd love that. <laughs> Tim, have you got a question with a question? Yes, 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 yes. So we saw on your socials this morning you've announced a date in London, mm -hmm. uh, Lafayette, in October, I think it is. Yes. Um, 
are there any other plans to tour this album and what can we expect from a Betty Boo gig 2022? Yes. So it's um so it's on 5th of October at the Lafayette King's Cross in London. And um yeah, so this is gonna be my first headline show ever, which is really like wow. I know I didn't do it back in the day. I just there wasn't I don't know, I was just busy doing stuff, other stuff. <laughs> I don't know how. Um but um yeah, so the, the idea is that I, I'll perform um, new tracks on the album, uh, so the new Boo in 22, and um, and some old classics like doing the Do Where Are You Baby and some stuff from the second album as well. Um, and the idea is that, yeah, I just want to keep going and doing more shows so I can see more people. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's very exciting. Are you enjoying it more this time round? Is it a little bit more kind of like, I'm doing it on my own terms, I can do what I want? Yeah, I do feel like, I mean, I, I was very lucky back in the day because I was able to make the records I wanted to make. I wasn't uh, a puppet or anything, you know. I was. Mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of people like what I did and I was empowering a lot of kids, you know, feeling that I was doing my own thing, doing the do, you know, taking control of my career, um, styling myself and that kind of thing. Um and uh, there was it was a whirlwind. I mean, I was just traveling so much from one place to the next and I didn't really understand what was going on, really. Um, but now being much older, you know, you can. I really I never thought I'd be doing it this age, for instance, because, you know, when you're um, back in the day when you were a pop star, you basically had to pack it all in by the time you're 25 because you were yeah. over the hill yeah mm. <laughs> I mean I know some artists that would drop because they reached 25 you know what I mean wow. it's, which is if you think about it now it's just terrible um mm. but now you can just do anything you want to do and um make your own decisions and um make the right decisions I think that's what mm, happens yeah. when you get older isn't it you can just saying yeah or no <laughs> yeah there's that hindsight of kind of experience isn't it there's and, it, and it's good to see that that, that there are artists that are making and I don't hate the word comeback but are coming back mm. um that like you say once you hit a certain age you don't mm. get radio play on the mm. major radio stations you're not nobody's interested um but there is there is a massive market for for people to 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 come when we've got steps we've had mm. um you know all those kind of acts that are, that are creating new content yeah. and people are loving it so it's yeah. fantastic yeah. yeah it is it's great it's really inspiring for me I mean I mean there are lots of artists that are, are quite a few years older than me and they're still doing it you know I mean it's the Banana Rama girls and yeah um mm. you know Tears for Fears Rick mm. you know they're all a Kylie. little bit before and Kylie, Kylie yeah she's older than me. <laughs> <laughs> she's like the ultimate <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's the queen um yeah so no it's great it really is an inspiration I I mean to be able to say I can I, you know I can't say, oh, it's age is holding me back, uh, but they've made it okay for it to be okay, you know? It's, yeah, um, yeah. Really cool. And uh, so is being on your own record label kind of giving you the freedom? Because like, obviously there's a whole album out this time round and yeah. um, the last couple of times we've not seen that, have we? So, um, you yeah, know, it's a real, it's a real, it? co- it's a real com- commitment on my part to really bounce back and do it and, yeah. and not hold back, um, because this is, it's, I've really enjoyed doing it. I mean, it's, it's, and I've got, um, I've written half of the second album as well. Wow, so that's, so brilliant. I'll have to, once I've done all this promo for this wow. record, 
done my tour, you know, the performances. I'll be going into the studio as well and getting everything set up for the following year. So lovely, amazing. Yeah. It's nice to be busy. Mm, <laughs> <say. yeah. laughs> yeah. I don't like twiddling my thumbs, that's for sure. <laughs> Graham, do you have another question? Well, I, I've got a question here for, from one of our pop gays who can't be here tonight, which is Jason. Mm-hmm. And he's asked, because Jason and myself, I guess, are both big Eurovision fans. Uh-oh. If you were asked, would you bring Boom Mania to the Eurovision stage, do you think, ever? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's sort of got better and better over the years, hasn't it? The production of the shows, and they're huge, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, Mika was brilliant when, uh, when he performed. Yeah. Have year. you ever been asked? Or, no. in the past, or to write a song for, for your vision? Um, no, not necessarily. I've got I've had friends that have done that. Um, it's sort of, I don't know, sometimes they just choose songs that have been around for a bit, maybe. Um, yeah, it's funny because um, you said the quality's got higher and higher in recent years, and I always think that, I don't know if you know the song, but um, Lorene Euphoria, when she won for Sweden that year, mm. that was a bit of a turning point that, that like, most of Europe is taking Eurovision seriously mm. but people in this country as well started to go you know what we need to really up our game and it's taken us so many years to get that far as well hasn't it yeah I think they're just a little bit disheartened when you you know they don't vote for the UK <laughs> so, mm. I mean I mean call me old-fashioned but you know if you're not getting the support from them you're not gonna it's sort yeah. of yeah but it's it definitely it's definitely I think there's been a shift and uh and it's for the better but you can hear a lot of the songs actually before um, you used to think, oh, that's really actually gets quite tragic. The sound of it is kind of a bit, mm. bit naff, a bit cheesy. But now it's kind of quite sort of universal, isn't it? I mean, yeah, there's the, um, the songs that you could imagine any artist singing this is it, it yeah. it's not that kind because we always joke about eurovision don't we it's kind of like people dressed in tinfoil and <laughs> it's a casio keyboard but and, and but it's not anymore it's quite it's it's quite it's like quite, the mtv awards or something yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, this isn't a eurovision discussion <laughs> no, sidetracked by eurovision, eurovision. <laughs> um, tim have you got another question for betty Yes, so um, you've collaborated with Alex James, The Feeling, and David Gray on Mm -hmm. this album. I love the track with you and David Gray. It's absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Is there any other artist, living or dead, who would be your ultimate collaboration? Oh, I think I'd love to, if if George Michael were alive. I know, yes. Yeah. I'd yeah. do a version of I'm Your Man. <laughs> I would love to hear that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you um do you remember the Shane Ritchie version from like 15 years ago that he did for like children in need or something a comic relief or something like that? No, I can't remember that. No, I must look it up. It was yeah, it was a choice. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe don't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a warning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you ever meet George? 
Yeah, I did actually. We had, um, we've got the same lawyer. Um, so whenever there was a, a do, when it was his birthday or something, he'd be around and, you know, just, it was so nice to see him out and, um, and nice to see him out in the, about in the, the old days, actually. I used to go clubbing at this place called The Wag and he was, um, you know, you'd see a lot of pop stars there and, you know, it was pretty cool. Um, I'm so sad that he's gone. It's, yeah. it's, it, what, it'd be amazing to know what sort of music he would make now. Yeah, it's, I think that there's a couple of tracks going to be released to coincide with his, the documentary, isn't there? Um, oh, awesome. but, but I don't know. It, it's always a bit, you can't, with those kind of like the sort of, tracks that come out after an artist has passed you kind of always like wonder would they have wanted that to have come out was oh, yeah. it yeah is mm. it especially George Michael who was really particular about his music and how things sounded it's like mm, would he have liked it would he have been like no it wasn't ready I didn't want you to, to I think I think you got a point there I think you know he was very there were so many things that he probably didn't want anyone to hear or just thought no I'll just keep it for myself you know mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, thank you very much, Betty. We we have a very quick question round, if you wouldn't mind, because you know you, you were in the nineties. You were a state. You were a staple of Smash Hits magazine, and we were mass, massive fans of of, of, of Smash Smash. I can't even say it. Smash Hits magazine. We've <laughs> we, we've got one of your covers here of of of, of oh. you on. <laughs> on the cover of Smash Hits magazine. Oh, yeah. Oh, bless you. I love that. I love it. Do you know what? I hardly had any makeup on in that. I remember thinking, I, I haven't got a makeup artist, <laughs> you know, because it was like everything was sort of DIY, you know. We need to know your secret because you've not changed very much at all. We're like, mm, um, but we just wondered, would you be up for doing a very quick round of the biscuit tin, as in Smash Hits magazine? Yeah, go on there. Let's okay. do it. <laughs> so these are actual, genuine questions that came from the biscuit tin um, from Smash Hits. Okay, right. so number one is, do you empty your own Hoover bag? <laughs> Just so happens, because, you know, I like my cleaning. I did it last week. <laughs> yeah, I do. I've got two Hoovers. I've got uh, a Dyson. and oh, love the Dysons. Yeah, I love the Dyson for the carpet. It's, all, it's really good <laughs> for the rugs. You can't really do it with a Henry. And I've got Henry for the sort of, you know, the high places for cobwebs and things. And uh, I genuinely can't believe we are having a conversation about the best Hoover we better do. <laughs> You're a mine of information. It's Betty. amazing. It's amazing. What, so, okay, next question. What colour is happiness? Oh, I, when I think of happiness, I think of blue and pink. Oh, and that's the colour of all my, most of my album covers, actually. Or like Blue Mania, and my new stuff has got blue and pink in it. Oh. Uh, I've got I've got pink on here. Just noticed, so. yeah, you've got a lot of pink around you today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. loving yeah. the hoodie, by the way. Um, <laughs> Thank you. The, the, these questions they really were random. Do you like sardines, Betty Boo? No, it depends where they're from. If they're oh. from if they're from France and they're canned in those you know the nice posh ones you get in the supermarkets there mm. and they've got a little bit of nice olive oil, not fresh ones necessarily. I like the tin ones, like a cat. I think oh. again, random. We've gone straight back to 1990 <laughs> and reading an, a, a copy of Smash Hits magazines where pop stars would have really in depth conversations about <laughs> really random things. Um, um, have you ever milked a cow? <laughs> you know what? No. no. <laughs> I'd find that a bit awkward. Bit yeah, <laughs> a bit orcs, um, as Smash Hits would say. Yeah. How do you think about it? It would. 
I would feel like it's a bit too much of an intimate thing to do to a cow. I mean, I kind of like, you know, I, I would feel like this cow is not giving consent. No, <laughs> not it, you think they want privacy. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put them behind a screen, something. Yeah. Space cow, though. Space cow and Betty Boo in full space regalia. That would be. That's a video concept. Do you ever use that? We, we want to cut of whatever it, whatever it does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and finally, if you were a kangaroo, what would you keep in your pouch? <laughs> hey, whoa. Um, I don't know. Uh, a packet of jelly babies. I love jelly babies. And, of course. Uh, whenever mm-hmm. I feel you've got a need a little bit of a sugar lift, I have a jelly baby, but I always leave the red ones because I don't really like them. Oh, and are you, a, are you a head first, all at once, or a feet first? I'll take a few and... Them in my <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the hamster thing like yeah just loads and then just eat one at a time yeah i think i, I think I, I think that is the perfect note to <laughs> to when that into just remind us Betty, when is the album out okay so the album is out on 14th of october and it's available for, for pre-order now in fact this week it was number two on the pre-order itunes chart nice. i mean yeah i mean that's pretty fun an artist coming back from such a long time for, you know, it's it's a really good thing, and uh, it's um, yeah, they've got lots of uh, lovely, um, interesting um, packages, bundles, and things mm. with the coloured vinyl and cassettes. And yeah, I've got my CDs. vinyl coming. Oh, nice one, <laughs> lovely! <laughs> I can't wait to see them. I've yet to see them because they're coming because oh. there was such a backlog of um, production of vinyl. Um, October was the earliest we could get them. Wow. Mm. It'll be that Steps and their greatest hits, <laughs> hogging all the vinyl for everybody and, else. And the Banana Rama ladies. Yeah. They've got yeah. theirs already. <laughs> oh, yeah, theirs is out today, isn't it? Yeah, their their it new is, album. Yeah. Oh. Well, thank you very much, Betty. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, oh. We look forward to seeing you on tour soon. Yeah, no, come and see me. And uh, thanks for talking to me, guys. No, thank you. Pleasure. Thank, thank you. Thank you <laughs> So, guys, we have spoken to the lovely Betty Boo, who now, in my head, I'm imagining she's off to go hoover the, the carpets with her Dyson to make them nice and clean, um, so that she can do the do on them and not feel not feel that, you know, they have to be done. Um, so let's have a... <laughs> that was a very random... Anyway, we stand a house-proud pop star, we? stand a house-proud pop star, <laughs> we do. Um, so... Um, Let's have a think about what our favourite Betty Boo tracks are of all time. Who'd like to go first? Who's got one right? Who's got a Betty Boo track right now, here and now? Well, that I tell they... you what, I'll go first. Go first, Graham. Because the one I'm going for is not quite the very, 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 very beginning, which of course was Hey DJ, I Can't Dance to That Music You're Playing with the Beatmasters. Yes. Yes. I believe it's her first solo single, Doing the Do, of course. Yes, excellent. Mm-hmm. And what I remember about that is I have that CD single still, but it's the US version. Oh, US version. remember when they had maxi CD singles? This is a maxi yes. CD yes. single, and um, it's got two tracks on it: "Doing the Do" and I think what was the B side "Shame." But what's notable about it is that there is one. I'm going to count them: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven mixes of "Doing the Do." Wow including things like the Good Doobie mix, which is a little pun. Yes. Um, doing the Wop mix. It's got the Beat Masters Club mix. It's got the King John mix. Uh-huh. But I was actually listening to this in the way up from Birmingham yesterday in the car, and it's the Damned If You Do mix. Now, 
That is back in the day when a remix was a remix. Is it like 12 minutes, a 12 minute version of the track? Because I loved those. It's like a six minute, 52 seconds version of the track. It's a bit darker, it's a bit oh. housier, and it's a bit kind of dancier. Oh. And I thoroughly recommend it. I absolutely loved doing the do. And it's just a great single. No wonder it kickstarted her career the way it did. Mm. It was fantastic. Yeah, I think I have. I think I have. Where are you, baby? On seven-inch vinyl, somewhere in 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 my collection. I loved the the line, and I still say that this now to friends. That well, there's a, a line in the rap from "I Can't Dance to That Music You're Playing," and it kind of goes along the lines of, "I left my Libra file on your shelf." Uh, something says, and I went back because you told me that Aunt Lizzie was in town. And she goes, I went back <laughs> and I saw you and Aunt Lizzie getting on down. Wasn't Aunt Lizzie but a cheap town whore? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and now, was this now, all in Doing the Do? No, this was in um, the, her first kind of collab song with the Beatmasters. With Hey DJ, uh, right. Yes. And, and so even now to this day, if somebody's not in, I said, say, oh, so you and Aunt Lizzie getting on down. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds funny. <laughs> it's funnier in my head. Anyway, oh, okay. So, yeah. t- Tim, what is your fave Betty Boo? Track? My fave Betty Boo, well, one of them because there's a lot, is um, a track from the second album. Grr, it's Betty or Boo. I can't remember what it's called now. Grr, it's mm-hmm. Betty Boo. That's the one. Where's Betty Boo? It's I'm on my way. sample or, or a John Lennon sample or something. It's a, it's a it sample, is, isn't it? It is a John Lennon sample and Paul McCartney from Lady Madonna released back uh, 1992. So yes, Miss Boo does like her um, samples. Um, and it's just a happy go lucky song and really bouncy and everything but like I'm, I'm just looking doing the Graham like um, you've got the Batman and Robin mix Ooh. on the single and the and the pumping dub mix as well so the humping know. dub mix I'm sold on the Batman and Robin mix but you know, um, I'm sure like well, there is an extended version of her second album with loads of different. Mm. Well. And it's like a cherry pop um, yes. release, isn't there? That album, when it was released, was was it was 
a crime that it didn't do better than it it, it did because it, it should was, have been. Yeah, it was unfair how, yeah. how that album went down. Yeah. It had some amazing singles and some fantastic tracks on it. And shame on you, public of the 90s. <laughs> Why we are there. <laughs> Go back in time. and So I was shaking my fist in the air for people who can't see what we're doing. Yes. I'm shaking my fist in the air at the public. And Tim, Tim was, is doing... Tim was doing something a little more inappropriate. <laughs> yes. Um, with his with his Some face. other kind of hand um, manoeuvre. Yeah. Well, well, my favourite Betty Boo track, of, of course, although there are many, is from the second album, Girl, It's Betty Boo. And it wasn't a single release. It was released in America as a, like a promotional single. Um, and it's called Catch Me. Catch Me the next to the final track on the album and it's it she doesn't rap in it it's it's a it's a proper dance track and it's all about her being like a scorned woman um so she's kind of like in a relationship with a man who's married and she's kind of talking all about it from her point of view and it's catch me i'm falling fall. i'm not gonna carry anything <laughs> in the house, aka, uh, um, and it was, and it's really good because it was, it's the kind of the direction that you thought, oh, that that could have been where she would she would have gone, if the public hadn't been so awful. Um, so yeah, so that is my 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 choice of of Betty 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 Boo's track. Um, I, I wasn't I wasn't stuttering. I was just re, you know doing the the. You were doing you were doing a kind of kind of stutter rap. I was yes yeah. Betty 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 Boo because there's a re, there's a boo. mega mix around as well of, of yes there is a mega mix isn't there yes and it does that it's Betty 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 Boo 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 yes. <laughs> Probably <laughs> listening to this now and going, what, a, what a, glad I got off when I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Betty, if you are listening to this, you know. Yeah. Um, we love you. We love however. you, Betty Boo. Peter, where have you gone, love? Um, what is your what is your ultimate Betty Boo track? Well, it's quite a new track. It's the first, it's uh this is a track that contains a sample of uh of Love Action by Human League. Ooh. It's the first track that she released recently for the new album, and it's called Get Me to the Weekend. I can't wait to get- It is great. I've been rinsing that song like so much, and like just like 
getting on getting up to date with her new with her new stuff as well as uh, listening back to some of the old stuff as well um because i hadn't really listened i hadn't really listened to the second album either um i, I knew let me take you there because it was i think it was that on was a one of the, that was a, that was a hit was a hit from it from, mm, from that album. yeah yeah and i do remember the all, all the singles from the first album as well um, but yeah, until recently, I was like, "Oh, Betty Boone's back! This is exciting." What does rinse mean? Rinsing it out. Yeah, uh, just playing it to death. Oh, right, so, <laughs> right, okay. So it's like young people speak for like. Um... I think it's. I don't think it's even up to date <laughs> slang, to be honest with you. <laughs> so two thousand and five. <laughs> I yeah, do not know what it was. I might drop that into conversation. Um, with the next person I come across. I'm rinsing this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you hang it over the hang it over a dryer and it'll be fine. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, squeeze it out. All the moisture. Get rid of it all. Um, well, thank you for that, guys. Just to remind our listeners that this podcast and all our other podcast episodes can be found on social media um, and listening services. Just search, search for Pop Gays of a Certain Age and they shall magically appear. I think we're on everything now, aren't we? We're even we're even on satellite. Oh, I don't think we are. I just made that up. Yeah. Um, satellite and, even a thing anymore. Is it not? Is that I not what we do anymore? I think they everything now. <laughs> Live via satellite link up. I like, to think, of, I like to think of a, a pop gaze of a certain age satellite just like orbiting the planet, picking up pop music. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> um, also, follow us on social media at Pop Gaze on Twitter at Pop Gaze of a certain age on Facebook, where we have all our daily features of breakfast bangers, midday movers. Let's have a heated debate on our weekly Spotify playlists. Thank you for listening and join us again soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.